You know, you spend so much time sitting at a desk. Maybe you should think about standing at a desk. (laughs) That is so true. I am actually really excited about Uplift Desk. You get to choose so many things like the color of the desktop, the size of the desktop, and they have so many standing desks. I move around all day to get all the different things done between the podcast and real job, etc. So this Uplift Standing Desk, super excited about. And we should also point out if you've never used a standing desk, they move so you don't have to always stand. In fact, they recommend that you should spend about 45 minutes of every hour standing, 15 minutes sitting, because if you spend too much time, you'll strain your back. I also love the fact that they include free shipping. They have free a warranty, a 15-year warranty, not to mention accessories with your desk purchase. And don't worry, they don't wobble. It's completely stable. It's built to last, and you can tell with a 15-year warranty. If you want to look into yours, go to upliftdesk.com slash TCO. You're going to get 5% off your order. That's up L I F T desk.com slash TCO to get 5% off your entire order. And so when I was 40, uh, 47, I did my first Ironman in Louisville, Kentucky. And this was in 2008. Um, I came in fifth place in my age group and the fourth place woman qualified for Kona, the world championship. And I thought, well, I can do this. And, <laughs> you know. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Clip in, set yourself free. Come on and take a ride with me. Know what you need to know. What's it all about? Welcome to the Clip Out, episode 121. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. You gotta warn me, I'm so chewy. Oh, you knew it was happening. The thing beeps. <laughs> but I'm eating something that's chewy. I can't just... Well, you've got to time your snacks better. You know we're doing this. I needed to, I, I needed to get my energy up. <laughs> I had to eat my protein bar. <laughs> let's call it that. Yeah. I let's mean, call it that. Let's... Okay. <laughs> it's uh it's granola it's chewy granola guys it's an atkins chocolate bar like it looks like just a flat out candy bar so because it's a flat out candy bar don't let him fool you <laughs> i don't think i was fooling anyone yeah probably not but just in case i had to write you out gosh thanks no problem so uh it is a busy week yes it's been getting busier i remember when we started this thing and i was like are we gonna have enough things to talk about week after week now it's like are we gonna fit this all in in a timely manner now it's like oh my god this episode's gonna gonna be six hours long start making the interviews shorter or something get these people to stop talking about themselves (laughs) so we can we can talk Yes, that's the spirit. Yes. <laughs> this is what happens when I don't get my protein granola <laughs> chewy bars. I get hangry. Let me know when it kicks in so oh. you can start being nice. Now it's going to be even longer than nine hours. <laughs> Maybe nice. So what do you have in store for people? 
Well, we're going to talk about Peloton's potential acquisition. We're going to talk about um, some more articles that have been written, some positive, some not. But, uh, you know, we'll get through that. Okay. Um, Of course, we're going to talk about bingo. It's our first week that we're going to have a real call out for the card. This is very exciting. Get your cards ready. Yes. And your little... In, uh, your little bingo blotter I, I hope you have your troll doll sitting right next to you Yes It has to have the hair standing up And you should probably um, like just light 45 cigarettes <laughs> And let them burn Just for the full bingo experience Yes uh, We're also going to talk about Peloton and apartment complexes We're going to talk about some new competition that entered the market this week mm. And um, let's see what else we have Oh, we have some new celebrity spottings this week that we're going to okay. discuss And tons of instructor news Tons And uh, and then I'm going to tell everybody about a new fun thing that's going on in 2020 well, that sounds great. So before we get to all that, shameless plugs, don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts where you can go rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, it helps us tremendously, lets people know that, hey, maybe we're worth listening to, if that is how you feel. Yes. And uh, we have a new review. Yay! This is from Oleg Doolin. I know him. Yes. So, but he left it of his own free will and accord. Yes. I want people to think we're stacking the deck. He says, uh, great podcast for the Peloton community. I always look forward to the episodes, and that includes what can only be described as Tom's dad jokes. <laughs> well, I mean, I am a father, so any joke, no matter how brilliant, is technically a dad joke. I'm sure that's what he meant. I'm sure, Tom. Yeah. I'm sure. Uh, Tom and Crystal managed to find and interview most interesting and inspiring people from the Peloton community. This is a must-listen podcast if you own a Peloton bike or tread. And then his leaderboard name is Dareel Oleg <laughs> with D-A. Right. And then Oleg, if you care, is O-L-E-G. Oleg, thank you very much for leaving such a kind review. We really appreciate it. Yes. So, uh, also... If you just can't get enough of us in your ears, you can also uh, read things at Facebook.com slash The Clip Out. Uh, while you're there, you can join the Clip Out group where you can interact and post things and whatnot, and they will be seen more readily. So that is the difference between those two things. So and if there's any articles that we mentioned that you can't find, we post them over there. So if you scroll far enough, you'll you'll find it. So there that is all of that. Let's uh, let's dig in, shall we? Sure. It's time for news of the Peloton. I feel like Peloton went into uh, a little bit of crisis mode this week. <laughs> what makes you say that? Over Mirror. Yeah. So we should probably explain before we just start talking about Mirror in case somebody doesn't know what Mirror That's is. That's a good point. That's a good point. So Mirror is another connected fitness device. Yeah. So Mirror is another uh, smart Smart fitness device And so it came out After After Peloton did uh, You know it's called The 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 Peloton of Of I don't I guess Exercise I don't yeah. know It's kind of a general Exercise type of thing And so what it does Is it literally Looks like a mirror Hanging on your wall And when you're not Using it It functions as a mirror Right And then when you are Using it um, You can take classes They're live Just like Peloton because it's not really a mirror, right? It's like a long, flat screen, and so you're not really seeing a mirror. It's a camera that's that's showing your image. I think it's. I thought it was both. That was my understanding that like it acts as a mirror, but then oh. it also 
like when you're not using it, it's it's a mirror, but it is also a flat screen oh, TV, okay. and and I've, it's like a touch screen tablet type of thing. I've thought all this time that it's not a physical mirror, that it's a video screen, but they create the illusion of a mirror. Well, maybe they do. I don't know. I don't have I one, just, so I wouldn't know. Yeah, I was just curious. I just thought that's a great way. Like a lot of times, like you know, a vampire couldn't participate in it. That's true. But now they can. That's true. It's yeah. a really good point. Thank goodness we've saved the vampires, but. At any rate, so uh, you can take classes just like you do with Peloton. There's a leaderboard. It's live. There's an instructor talking to you, telling you good job, encouraging you. But where it's different from Peloton is it's all like stand up exercises or floor exercises. You're not on a piece of equipment. So it's all body weight type things or calisthenics. You know, it's it's a lot of that stuff. But there's a huge variety of classes. Yeah. So like um, the uh, one of the most interesting classes is like if you hang it above your bed. (laughs) You get a whole different kind of class. <laughs> I might might start exercise. <laughs> Finally, a product Tom will use. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, <laughs> um, someone will have to email me to let me know if this actually made it into the episode. <laughs> so this week. Uh, there was this podcast, not ours, just to be clear. Right. Uh, it's called, it was actually part of WBUR.org, or it's also known as Here and Now. It's just a, it was a tiny little snippet. It was a five minute long podcast. And, and if you're wondering and you want to hear it for yourself, it is, it is of course posted at facebook.com slash the clip out. But at minute four, they just, they just, you know, throw out their real nonchalant that Peloton bought Mirror. Right. I mean, super nonchalant. And the lady that says it, she's interviewing another lady named Kara Swisher. Swisher. And she's a big deal. And she's like, kind of like, I don't know, like the Mike Wallace of Silicon Valley. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that totally occurred. That's a thing. And so you would think if it was BS, if she was like, oh, and of course, Peloton just acquired Dairy Queen, like she'd be like, what? What? That's, that's, that's what? silly. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah. And did that's they, not what happened. That is not what occurred. They were both just like, of course, that's a thing. And they just rolled with they it. They rolled right on through it because it was all talking about how Peloton is preparing for the IPO. That's right. what the, the podcast was about. So then, of course, I immediately... As soon as I was alerted to this podcast, I immediately reached out to Peloton for comment. Can you right. confirm or deny? And as of recording time, we there have has received been no comment. None. No response. But what they have what has happened is on that page now it says there's a little disclaimer at the end that says that the audio stated that Peloton had purchased Mirror and that it was incorrect and they apologize. Make of that what you will, people. Yeah. So Hmm. Hmm. Very interesting. And just to recap, in case you're listening to these out of order, uh, when we discussed the SEC the first time, not our special bonus episode, but we just talked about the SEC filing, we did mention that one of the little nuggets hidden in there was the uh, acquisition that was mentioned, and it said that it had begun in July, and it would be finalized in September. Here we are in September, and I think, well, I think that uh, whatever they acquired, somebody doesn't want us to know about it just yet. Yes. That's probably all I should say. Yeah. So, very interesting, and uh, we're not sure we believe them. Mm Mm-hmm. So, we shall wait and see. We shall. We shall. We'll know soon enough. So, either way. Yes. Yahoo Finance had an interesting article about why Peloton would be a good IPO. 
Yeah, it's pretty much the only article that I've read that was like, yay, Peloton IPO. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I wanted to talk about it for that reason. I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but they basically were were saying that there are certainly financial things that you need to consider, like the huge expense on marketing and the losses. But having said that, a lot of the big problems that people seem to have with it is that it, it doesn't have a proven business model. And sure. and what, what Yahoo Finance is saying is Peloton isn't Uber or Lyft with an insanely unproven business that puts the prospects of profits well off into the future. It's not locked into some kind of ride hailing industry price war. By all accounts, Peloton bikes are holding their premium prices and doing so to a nice degree in the aftermarket. And then they said it's a mishmash of Apple, Netflix, and Planet Fitness, mm-hmm. and that's a good place to be. Totally, and I think uh, going back to the Uber Lyft scenario is that as soon as a rideshare thing came on the scene and started to get traction, it's pretty easy to create a competing rideshare yes. thing. Yes, I think it's a lot harder to create something that competes with Peloton because their instructors are becoming name brands for people, and they can produce... They can afford to produce a copious amount of content in a way that a startup couldn't. And so it's going to be really hard. The further they go, the further they get into this process without any real competition, the harder it's going to be for someone to play catch up. They're really going to have to pour a bunch of money. And and you're chasing a market where somebody's already soaked up the early adopters and the people that really want this. And so now you have to go convince these other people that even that if Peloton hasn't convinced them yet or gotten them to cave, how are you? All true. And so I but when it comes to do I want to get picked up in a Honda Accord or a Toyota Camry, like that's whatevs. Yeah. Just give me. And and of course you can never underestimate the the community that Peloton Right. I mean, I don't feel like Peloton is solely responsible for that, but it's there nonetheless. Right. And no other competitor is going to be able to. They, they, you can't recreate it because it wasn't done on purpose. It, right. it just happened. It's organic. Yes. The only positive article that's been written about the IPO. There you go. <laughs> there you go. We found one. But speaking of the community, mm-hmm. Psychology Today had an article. They did. About fitness with friends. Yeah. And it was all about how. If you if you exercise with your friends, that changes everything. And it talked about several different examples. The the piece where they specifically talked about Peloton was they said that the the indoor cycling program that brings bikers together in the comfort of their own home via monitors claims it promotes community. Both Strava and Peloton promote healthy peer pressure around exercise. When you have someone monitoring your statistics or a coach on TV actively pushing you, you will do more. You will be more likely to work out work out harder and longer. And I think that's true because. Uh, uh, I think for me, they grab you with that engagement, yeah, and then you're on, and now you're invested more. But then your friends, you you become friends with the community, and then you also are accountable to them. Yeah, and I think that if you want to interact with your friends, and you haven't, when you're on these Peloton groups, let's say. If you haven't been on your bike in two weeks, they're either going to have probably noticed and maybe politely call you out on it, or you're not going to let it get that long because you kind of feel like a poser going and interacting in all these Peloton message boards when you haven't been utilizing the equipment you purchased. That's exactly right. I think that's completely true. And speaking of exercising with friends, this is probably a good 
good segue into bingo. Okay, so we're going to try something new. We are going to actually pick while we're doing the podcast. Yes, we want you to see that we're not playing favorites. I don't know <laughs> what favorite we would play. But, but just in case there is possibility of one, we don't want you to think we right. have it. So here is your very first square. We're going to th- put all the names in a hat and then spin a wheel. And the answer is week one. Dun, 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 dun. Selena Samuela is yeah. your very first square. So if you have Selena on your actual bingo board, then you have from the time that this episode airs, which will be Friday morning at 5 a.m. Central. All times are central. And now you know what we feel like because <laughs> we never get central times. Nobody's ever like. OK, don't distract them. Central. time. <laughs> so from 5 a.m. Central Friday morning, which will be nine six, you have until the next week, which will be nine thirteen, I believe, and then you will have until four fifty nine a.m. Central to have completed a class at least fifteen minutes long with Selena. So, before you ask any other questions, here's what you need to know: it can be a tried class, you can do a run, you can do weights, you can do any class as long as it has Selena teaching it, and it's at least fifteen minutes long. So. We're not going to go back and check all your profiles unless you win, then we will. Right. So do with that what you will. Congratulations to everyone who has their first, very, very first square filled. So go get them. So people who rent apartments with Pelotons are up in arms. (laughs) Yeah, they are. Boy, this article, they were really angry at Peloton. They were. I I mean, I think that says a lot about how big Peloton has gotten when you you have apartment complexes demanding that they, that Peloton still sell to them. Yeah. So background, Peloton had... This bike that they were selling for a while that was kind of their their like bike for gyms and stuff. Right. I mean, it, it wasn't a single use bike. It was it was a multi use bike, and uh, so they started selling it to other kinds of companies. So you had gyms, you had hotels, you had wellness centers everywhere. Right. Just everywhere. Well, um, I don't know if they actually still sell that bike or not. I'm unclear on that. It's a little fuzzy. I haven't done any digging, but. Regardless, at some point, there was this uh, apartment complex that went to Peloton and said, hey, we would like to buy more of these bikes. And Peloton said, we've changed our policy. We're no longer doing this. And this all started with uh, this... The name I, I don't even know It's the BCD network BDC network And so apparently They put together This whole Like Kind of like The state of the union Of multi-home complexes They take it very seriously Guys Very well, seriously Well it's their industry Right I know Yeah But like And I'm sure From their vantage point This is that This was becoming A selling point Oh if you rent An apartment from us In our gym We have Pelotons Yeah and And right there you just you nailed it. That's yeah. exactly why Peloton doesn't want to do it. Totally. Like I, I mean, I, I saw a lot of people saying this was you know short sighted on Peloton's part, and I completely disagree. Yeah, I think this was the right call. They are making sure that they do not dilute their brand. Well, I mean, because if you think about it, just the, the math on it. If you're in a city like New York, where pretty much everybody lives in an apartment, do you want to sell? A thousand bikes to a thousand apartment complexes Or do you want to potentially sell a bike To every person that lives in that apartment Exactly And so I get both sides I I understand why the apartment complex sure. people were like These are great bikes It was a great thing we could offer to our customers It was great value added to push someone You know off the fence as to which apartment complex They want to move into But I also get why Peloton is like You know what 
now that we've reached critical mass, if we start putting these in all these apartment complexes, it's going to have the opposite effect of what they want, which is, you know, people aren't going to buy one for themselves in major cities. They're just going to. And and to be fair, the apartment complex people said that the reason they felt it was short sighted or ill conceived are the words that they used right. uh, for, from Peloton standpoint is that they say that the average lease in their market is two to three years. So if you get addicted to Peloton, you want the bike. Then when you get your own home or you move out, you will then go get one. I mean, well, that's assuming that they're leaving your apartment. Right. To go buy a house. It is. And I think that varies in different markets. Sure. I mean, so that particular person, it didn't say what city he was in. Right. If it did, I have no recollection of it. Yeah. But but let's assume it wasn't New York. And, right. and that's where Peloton's located. So they have a very different viewpoint on apartment complexes than, right. than the average person. Yeah. Like I think in St. Louis, that'd be a fair assumption. Right. You live in an apartment for a little while in your early 20s. And then typically you, you tend to buy, move out and buy a house. Right. Not everybody. But, yeah. but like that's a pretty common occurrence. Yeah. But not necessarily every city is like that. Right. But New York, Chicago, where, not so much. Where the most people live. Right. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so I totally understand it. I al- I will also say something this article addresses, but also kind of glosses over. I thought it was pretty gracious of Peloton because they, they said, hey, if you're an apartment complex and you already have bikes, we're going to continue to service, to them. service them. And and whenever the day comes that that bike is worn out, we will sell you another bike or bikes, but we will not sell you more, more than you already have. So if you currently have three, we'll sell you three new ones. So they're not taking it away from people who already have it. Right. They're just not doing it moving forward for new people right. or new apartment complexes, which I thought was pretty gracious that they're like, look, you guys were early adopters. We're going to keep you grandfathered in. And, you know, and if you want to buy more, you're welcome to, but you just can't increase the quantity. I completely agree, Tom, and I think that's a very fair point. And also, this article, it's just another one of those, like, it feels very clickbaity because, again, it's the, the, the title is, you know, something like Peloton, it says that, like, you're dead to me. And it's it's just... Come on. Like Peloton's not a big bad corporate. They're awful. Like it, a lot of companies are like that, guys, and this just isn't one of them and you're never going to convince me otherwise cuz I've seen them do the right thing too many times. Yeah. So, what up? Now they may change, but at the moment that's not who they are. Right. Yeah, the headline is Peloton to multifamily communities drop dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then at the very end there's this little line about why he wrote that, something about whatever Gerald Ford did in a speech in 1973 and I was like Dude, wow. the fact that you had to write that That's topical. Yeah. Yeah. Says everything. Ugh. Yeah, and the website the the website is building design and construction. So I think that they might have a horse in this fight. You think? Wait, they don't have horse fights. Well, you shouldn't have dog fights either. No. But no animals fighting. Right. But if you were, they have a they have an animal in their fight. Right. <laughs> So uh, there's new quote unquote competition. Yeah, I don't know what to think of this. The the Road Rider crew they went nuts over it. It's it's interesting because it's it's a dedicated trainer from Wahoo Fitness. So it it sits in your home and it acts like a regular trainer that you would like go and do all the the different cool stuff on it where you can ride and like be simulating what happens outside but the difference is you don't have to use your road bike to sit on the trainer and so that means that you you can change it easily like you can a peloton i mean okay. that's that's a really 
big difference. So, so you would think that since all of the road bike people that have an issue with Peloton always cite cost, right? I I would have expected the price on this to be a little less than thirty five hundred dollars. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's more. Now I will say that since it's Wahoo. You, uh, it's from that company Wahoo Fitness. Um, it has all of the training metrics that an outdoor bike rider would gotcha. want to see a serious bike athlete. And I'm not knocking it. Don't get me wrong. Right. It's, it, but it, it it amuses me that they all, not all of them, but the people who were specifically against Peloton, the road riders who were like, I am a serious athlete. I will not ride Peloton. They always point to cost. Right. And so it just cracks me up. Right. That like. Okay well it's more than the bike It's yeah. more than Peloton <laughs> I guess they call it Wahoo because they're charging you out the Wahoo <laughs> They've actually been around For quite a while and and they do so have, have good, Wahoos <laughs> And they do have good good products um, So I think that a significant Portion of road rider people Who love technology will be all over This do I think it's going to gut Peloton no, no. I don't I think They'll do just fine I think there's room for both And I don't right. think that they necessarily overlap Because the people who are going to go out and buy this they they uh, so many of them were never going to buy a peloton to begin with that's what i think yeah we work has uh kind of caught in the crossfire between peloton and flywheel this week yeah so uh, we work is another ipo that people have compared peloton to not okay. favorably because it's not going well ah. their valuation got slashed like they're like they're about to do their IPO And now they're saying they're going to completely Slash their valuation Oof. That's just a side note <laughs> This this cracked me up because people kept Comparing it to WeWork And then I saw that Peloton Is now issuing A subpoena to get information From WeWork because apparently uh, WeWork is an office sharing Space let me explain that much of it And they went they I guess As they were looking through paperwork They found that WeWork Was having talks about or with Flywheel Sports about their at-home bike business. So potentially that could bolster Peloton's claims that that Flywheel completely stole all of their technology. Gotcha. Um, and so I guess Bloomberg has seen the subpoena. They are referenced specifically. And uh, Peloton is also demanding details on related talk- topics, such as any talks that WeWork might have had held with third parties about the lawsuits as well. A spokesperson from WeWork, they declined to comment. Yeah. Not shocking. I, yeah. Neither did Peloton or Flywheel. Both of them are like, no, we're not going to talk about that. And it's unclear at this time if WeWork is, has they have they even been served? And if they have, will they contest the subpoena? We don't know any of that. Peloton's lawsuit, however, could even put WeWork in the uncomfortable position of opening up about its thoughts on adding fitness equipment to office spaces because part of their... Potential new offerings Was looking like it was going to be that And so they may have to talk about Using this this new this new premise That they have a complete wellness experience But here's the thing if they talk about It openly as part of court Documents for Peloton then They are handing all of This information to their competitors <laughs> So this just keeps getting Bigger right. and more complex so uh, Yeah I, a- I found the whole thing Fascinating yeah. from uh, just like uh, I don't know Game of Thrones kind of standpoint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of collateral damage going on there. It really is. Yeah, yeah. there was a uh, a mini purge 
this week. Yeah, a lot of people were talking about it, so I felt like we needed to, to address it. There were additional classes that were taken down. It looks like every instructor was affected at least somewhat. Right. I don't have like a side-by-side comparison on this one. I think people have given up on that. But uh, but what I do know is that Nicole Moline officially no longer has classes. So she lives in the Peloton Library no more. Uh-huh. I think that's the first instructor Did that... You, to completely go away? I think. I could be wrong, but... Weren't there some like kind of specialty in... Like, yeah. Yeah, a, a handful that, of classes That is true but, Yeah I, I wasn't yeah. counting them And then there's like We're not sure if Ted Was really an instructor Because it's a joke It's an inside joke Because on one of the commercials It had Ted as an instructor And um, so we're not actually clear If Ted really was an instructor <laughs> So maybe Ted Lived in the library For a very short time I don't know He's like uh, He's like Chuck On Happy Days Yeah <laughs> And there were uh, Quite a few uh, Peloton celebrity Sightings this week They were everywhere this week I had them coming at me Fast and furious uh, So you may have heard That Kevin Hart Was in a very bad car accident Yes he had, I saw he did Major damage to his back Yes It was uh, broken in Like three or four Different places uh, But he's doing great And, and expecting a full recovery well, With surgery good. The reason I bring that up Is because I think He mentioned it In one of his articles Where they were interviewing him And then also I had somebody else Send it to me uh, That there were pictures Of his gym Where it had a tread and a bike yeah, in his home we, gym We knew he had a bike Yes and he has a tread as well Gotcha It's official And I don't know how to say His wife's name Aniko I guess So Yeah Just wanted to Include her Yeah she's I'm sure part she's of it. using it too Yeah I mean what married couple Would only have one <laughs> Right Tom? Of the people Using the equipment It's a great question That's madness Isn't it It is I'm glad you agree Hop on that tread And then we also <laughs> Saw Allie Love at the U.S. Open Yes, she was working at the U.S. Open this week So uh, you might remember that she's an announcer for the New York Nets And so I assume that through that job You know, this is the kind of thing that would come up through that other Yeah I don't know Um, But she she was there and uh, Chris Everett was was like Allie's bestie Like (laughs) they were together Multiple times I had so many people Send me pictures I have pictures I have videos They were together Like it looks like The entire time This week (laughs) But apparently Allie Love is like The only teacher That Chris Everett Will use Gotcha So Well and then the one That uh, I care about (laughs) Although I like Kevin Hart Chris Everett I'm sure She's fine But it's sports And so I don't care Right But uh, uh, Tom Holland Yes uh, well, who's he again? Spider-Man Spider-Man, that's right Yeah, he needs He's the, the most recent Spider-Man Yes, he's okay. the good one The good <laughs> Tobey Maguire, those were good movies But, yeah. well, the first two Yeah But, uh, but and it Tom, got weird Yeah, but Tom Holland is I mean, those movies have been great they He's have been, been a great, great. Spider-Man yeah. And, of course, it's crazy now because uh, I know Sony and Disney And like who knows What the future's gonna be Like that's But uh Excited <laughs> to see I won't do a real Spoilers mini episode For you Don't worry <laughs> He really had to Restrain himself I do there. <laughs> Like I'm showing A lot of restraint Right now But yeah So that's cool To see Spider-Man Maybe he'll listen To the show You never know You never know If you're out there Tom Holland Tom says hi Yes He's a huge fan He's talked you up To everybody Because <laughs> he cares Yes So the injured Rebecca Kennedy Has returned she has And I realized We hadn't really talked About the fact that She's been injured But all the way back in June She's been off the tread Since June Because Yikes. she had a Gluteal tendonitis Which I didn't even know Was a thing But apparently You can run your ass off 
literally (laughs) (laughs) she it was an overuse injury i feel safe (laughs) um so uh she had a very detailed discussion of her recovery on instagram this week if you are interested and it was very interesting so you should it was on igtv but this week we are celebrating because it was her first run back in two months so congratulations to rebecca for being back on the tread she was doing uh strength exercise but now she was teaching strength classes But now she's back to teaching running classes Gotcha And uh, while we're getting updates on instructors Christine Diercole, uh was at Nationals She was And she had another great season at Nationals uh, She listed out all of her awards And uh, her favorite I think Was the best all-around writer For the entire Nationals awesome. She got that award And then she received two gold awards uh, One for the team pursuit And one for the team sprint she got four silver awards for the one for the 2K individual pursuit, one for the scratch race, one for the match sprints, and one for the inaugural women's Madison at Masters. And then she also received one bronze 500 meter time trial. So congrats on all of that to Christine. Uh, she mentioned in her Instagram that this was her most difficult championship, and she really struggled with all of the things that she talks about on the bike. And this is where... Peloton's instructors are real You know she she had to Talk to herself the same way she talks To us to get herself through The fear and and Being concerned and outside of her Her comfort level she did it all And we are very lucky to have such amazing Instructors yeah it's weird to think that Someone like her Who does that for a Living and performs at that level Feels like oh no can I do This it's funny. I I mean, I know imposter syndrome is a thing. Yeah. But like, it's crazy the levels at which it is it, it pervades. Right. It's just, it's fascinating. Well, and I think oftentimes the more successful you are, the more you have it, and that's what drives you to be successful because you work harder because you're like I'm I'm because you think you're not good enough, and therefore you work even harder. And so to the outsiders, it's. It looks ridiculous But to yourself like that That's what's driving you to be As successful as you are the fact that you're Constantly doubting yourself I think that's a sound theory So that's my thoughts so For whatever that's worth and uh, Christine McGee had a birthday this week She did August 31st And uh, that's our first yoga class Birthday we haven't had anybody from the Yoga sector (laughs) (laughs) Happy birthday to Kristen We're not going to sing no John Foley popped up on the OPP Yes I love how he does this randomly Yes uh, this week it was to tell Everyone about just Sim 60 minute full body Boot camp fr- boot camp From 622 he claims It was the best class he had ever Taken interesting yes that is Very high praise from Mr. Foley Boy I would love to know the stats on When he does that if Everybody runs and takes those if classes it jumps the Numbers on those rides if only we still had a stat Fairy I know Sad And Hannah Marie Corbin And her husband Are buying their first home Yes They posted about that On Instagram as well Which that'll come in handy Because they You know The apartment they were living in Couldn't have a Peloton In the fitness room anymore (laughs) Absolutely So what's she gonna do Right Right So now 
Now she can put one in her home and not have to deal with that anymore. Yes. And then uh, finally, we should probably talk about a longtime listener and real spoilers League of Show Share member, Laura Connolly Quiddick. Yes. Uh, She has a little program that she's got going on. She does. And I am so excited that she reached out to me. I get to be on her team, so I feel very special. Um, But it is this really cool thing. uh, Probably a lot of you guys have heard about it. It's called Run the Year 2020. So the idea is you run the number of miles... Of whatever year it is So 2020 You're gonna You would run 2020 miles Now I don't know about you But I did the math on that And realized No I can't I cannot <laughs> run 2020 miles In 2020 uh, But Lucky for me They have teams And you can split the miles ah. So on a four person team It's like 505 miles That I can do okay. And on a six person team It's like 300 and something miles So Laura is putting together teams There's a group out there uh, Called Peloton Run the Year 2020 And uh, you can find the link to it Over on the Tread Group Or you can find it at Facebook.com Slash the clip out There's a link in both places And uh, we'd love to have you Uh, We want to get together A bunch of Peloton teams Think that would be really cool Awesome You know what people love to do? What's that? Eat (laughs) You know what they maybe hate to do Or don't have time to do Cook Cook Yeah some people love to cook I'm not one of those people And I really like When we are able to find Something amazing Like Factor Whenever I Checked into Factor I got a box of keto for you Okay And I got the calorie smart for me uh, Because I know that meat is the focus of your meal That it is And for me I'm like I want to try all the things So as long as it's healthy I'm good It can be any kind But the nice thing is These are like two minute meals You fuel up fast with Factors Restaurant quality meals And they're ready to heat and eat Whenever you are And you know what We even did the math The Factor is actually less expensive Than takeout And every single meal Is dietitian approved It's the perfect solution If you're looking for fast Upscale options Done easily no prep, no mess meals. Head to factormeals.com slash TCO50 and use code TCO50 to get 50% off. That's code TCO50 at factormeals.com slash TCO50 to get 50% off. Checking in with the Peloton community. So uh, joining us today via Skype phone. Is Terry Creek Hey Terry, how's it going? Oh great, how are you Tom? Good Crystal? It's, yeah. <laughs> it's a weird situation Because yes. we, we have you on skype phone And it feels, quite frankly It feels lazy on our part Because <laughs> you're from St. Louis Well it was our, it was our fault Because we were trying to uh, Find a time that worked And uh, well we were failing Yes <laughs> and It was going to be like October of 2023 right. <laughs> So we were like And we were selfish And we didn't want to wait We were like Screw it just do Skype I know <laughs> I get it but We're probably 20 minutes away By car And and we're Skyping But That's yeah. too good. funny mm-hmm. Well we're, we'll find a way To, to meet up Terry We're going to do that Good Good <laughs> I'd like that Oh definitely Anytime um, But you know I always start these interviews With how did you find Peloton And, and when so I got my bike uh, really just about eight months ago, December of 2018, and I had seen the commercials on TV and at first kind of thought, oh, you know, was that really good looking supermodel on the bike up overlooking through the glass of some penthouse apartment? And I thought, oh, that's not for me. And if, for, some of my friends got them and kept talking about it. 
But what really uh, ended up selling me was when they opened a showroom here in St. Louis and I could go in there and see and look and sit on it. And, um, and I, I was all in once I took a little 20 minute class in the showroom. That was it. It was, I was done sold. Well, you must have gotten right in there because they opened in November or maybe it was early December. So you must have you must have popped right on in there and right. gotten one. Yeah, it was early <laughs> December. I think that they they have barely opened. Um, so, yeah, for, you know, for the holidays, really, is what they were yeah. doing. So, yeah. Yep. That's so cool. So mm-hmm. cool. So um, so how how did you come across our podcast? So I came across your podcast. I, to be honest with you, I'm not quite sure if I read it on a Facebook page, one of the groups, or um, if it kind of popped up on cod- podcasts that I might be interested in listening listening to, because uh, I listen to kind of different sports ones and things like that. But when when I listened, I was sold. I loved it. And so I'm one of your podcast junkies now, oh, too. Aww. Thank you. Thank you. That's so, so. sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I And I, I have to... I, I'm spoiled because I have read ahead. Like, Terry and I have been chatting. So I know some of these answers. And I'm just like, I can't wait to hear you talk about your fitness level before you found the Peloton. Because, like, I am so in awe of all you have accomplished. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. What do you want to know? Just ask away. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I... Obviously, this is not the very first time you weren't interested in the bike because this was the first time you were ever on a bike. So so what have you been doing before that? I always love sports and I'm married. I have two kids, uh, a son that's 30 and a daughter that's 26. But I kind of got back into sports in my mid 40s. Uh, and I trained for a marathon and then I kind of did a couple marathons and I ended up qualifying for Boston. And when I was training for the Boston marathon on a treadmill, I saw the Ironman world championship come on TV. And then that kind of set a little fire in my soul to, to do a, an Ironman. I had never done a triathlon. And so when I was 40, uh, 47, I did my first Ironman in Louisville, Kentucky. And this was in 2008, um, I came in fifth place in my age group, and the fourth place woman qualified for Kona, the world championship. And I thought, well, I can do this. Um, <laughs> you know, why not? So I went back in 2009, back to Louisville, the same Ironman. And I knew I hadn't been feeling very good. Um, I just, my training was off. I thought I was a year older. I was having some bleeding and injuries that didn't really heal. And I, I was 10 minutes slower than the year before and did not qualify. And I had told myself after I did that race, um, I would go see a doctor and see if there was something wrong with me. And two weeks after I finished uh, that Ironman in 09, I had a colonoscopy and I woke up from that and they said, you have colon cancer. And then I went and had a CT scan done and it had already metastasized to my liver. So I was full of cancer. Mm-hmm. And um, and that was, you know, in in a snap of a finger, my life, my life changed. Um, but, you know, I, I continue to train. I never gave up that goal of going to uh, the world championship. And um, and so the story goes. So. Enough. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I but so did you first of all, I'm sorry mm-hmm. that that happened to you. Well, that cancer you. is uh terrible. I I yeah, that's so many people have it and it's a very frustrating horrible disease. Um did did you end up going back to 
Iron Man again, the the one in Kentucky? No. So um, so after I was diagnosed, I had um, I had radiation, short course radiation. I had five rounds of heavy chemo. And then I had a colon resection, about 13 inches of my colon. I had a liver resection, about 70% of my liver, which um, your liver is your only organ that regenerates. So I was very fortunate there. Um, I finished up with 12 more rounds of heavy chemo, and then I was placed on maintenance chemotherapy. And I had set a goal from the one year of my diagnosis to do a half Ironman. So I... I had finished up everything. I was placed on maintenance chemo, and I did a half Ironman. And then um, I stayed on – I've been on maintenance chemo for another um, eight years. But um, in, so in 2010, I sent my story into Ironman, and they chose me. They have – if you've ever watched the World Championship, they, they show all the pros, and then they pick maybe four or five inspirational stories from around the world. So – you know, like the, the father, son, Dick and Rick Hoyt, the, the gentleman that pushes his son around. They're very yeah. famous. And yeah. so those are the kind of stories that they tell. And um, and I sent mine in and they chose me. So I, I, I'm sorry, the summer of 2011. So I had I had kind of been through a year of, of heavy stuff and a year on maintenance chemo. And they they chose me and they came to St. Louis and um, and so the only other Ironman I've done since Louisville um, would be the World Championship in 2011, um, and I did that while on chemotherapy and as an NBC inspirational athlete, and uh, that's what has really given me my platform to to share my story. And um, one of the reasons I'm very grateful that you all uh, wanted to speak today is because um, I. It's my goal to inspire others and to save lives and saving lives. I mean, by telling people about colon cancer, um, you know, being screened at age 50, I was only 48, um, what the symptoms are, one in 20 are are diagnosed with it. It's the uh, it's the second leading cause of all cancer deaths, the third most commonly diagnosed. And it's the one cancer that's preventable, beatable and treatable. So, um, so I'll get off my soapbox, but I did, I did want to be able to say uh, just a few words around that. So, well, I didn't know it was one in 20. I didn't yeah. either. Mm-hmm. And, and it's totally preventable. What should people be doing to prevent it? Well, one, make sure you get your screening uh, starting at age 50 and, and the American Cancer Society now recommends at age 45, but we don't have insurance are not covering it yet. And then the other big thing is know your family history because it's the one cancer, it's actually colorectal cancer, and it's the one cancer that nobody wants to talk about. So if you can, you know, bring up this in conversation, find out if you have a family history, you should start screening 10 years prior to whenever that person in your family had had been diagnosed. Um, and then knowing the symptoms, you know, changing your habits, blood in your stool, all the, you know, bloating, um, those types of things, and 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 not being afraid to go to your doctor and and say this is what's going on, and um, and you know, press them until you get answers. There's so many young people today being diagnosed in their 20s, in their 30s, and their 40s. It's um, it's it's skyrocketing. So yeah. 
Why why do you think that is? Do they know why it's skyrocketing? You know, I I they're in the middle of doing lots of studies and and one of the organizations that I work closely with are bringing lots of doctors from around the country together to 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 come to um, a consensus on this, but I think a lot of it is diet. Um, and and I think that we are now um, we're 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 diagnosing people with it too. I think it was misdiagnosed for a long time. Oh, so, interesting. that's interesting. Yeah. What mm-hmm. what would they diagnose that as? Well, I think maybe just people passed away from it, or they oh, they, they just didn't never colitis even knew. or you know different. They never really got to have a colonoscopy per se. Gotcha. So, I could be wrong about that. I know it's diet, but um, and and this is relatively really within the last, I would say, um, ten years that that the incidence in in people, you know, twenty, thirty, and forty has just been just skyrocketing. Like I said. Well, I, I know none of us are, are medical professionals, so uh, right. just in case anybody's listening, we're not trying to, to make any diagnosis here. But, but you know, um, this this is uh, has a special place for me. My, my paternal grandma passed away when I was a baby from colon cancer, and uh, they, my dad has always preached to me that, you know, diet is really important. Not necessarily even like eating healthy all the time, but eating a variety of food, uh, and in particular... I, I guess they told told my dad whenever you know they my grandma was going through this, but like um, lots of lots of fiber, in particular salad, was very important. Um, so for anybody out there, that's what I was told from a million years ago. So <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea if they've changed that since then. <laughs> but um, but but my point is that they said it was uh, diet back then, and I guess it kind of makes sense that that you know diet would be the answer because people are eating more and more fast food and eating you know younger and younger not having a balanced diet right exactly yep lots of chemicals i think lots of chemicals in the environment and different things but yeah so wow so you went you went to kona for the the world championships for the the half iron man no uh for the full iron man you went for so you you did an entirely full iron man while on chemotherapy Correct. Oh yeah. my word! Whoa. You're like a superhuman. I have no idea how you <laughs> did that. That's amazing. Well, I you know I never really quit training. I mean, I had to when I at, at times when I had surgeries and things like that. But um, um, and and that's why you know getting to the peloton um, over these ten years. Now I'm ten years older. I'm looking for other ways to stay active, to stay in shape. Uh, and so I still ride my bike outside when the weather's great. I still love to run. I still love to swim. But indoor, um, I, the, the Peloton has really, I, I, it's just, I, I actually, I call myself a Peloton whore because, it's, um, <laughs> you know, I love it. I just, I love it. I'll get on there. I'll do a 90-minute class. You know, I'll do pyramids of, of, of classes. And it's just, um, it's phenomenal. It's, I love it. Well, that is absolutely fabulous. And and so you're not you're no longer doing triathlons. You have you've stopped doing triathlons. It sounds like. Well, I I did the I did Kona, and yeah. then I did um, two World Championship Ironman half or half Ironman, and I've run the six major world marathons. And so I kind of. I'll, I'll say it. For, I'll say it for you, Jesus Crystal. What more do you want from her? <laughs> 
But I, so I've kind of done all the all, all my bucket Your goals. list items yeah. out there as far as that is concerned. Uh, so I, I really, I, I like, I just like to train. I still love to train. I'll do. I did some local triathlons this summer, but I and and I went out to Colorado and I've, I'll, I'll hike a 14 or a 13 or different do it the triple bypass which is a long bike ride out there through some mountain passes and i i do those types of things with a purpose behind it um you know to raise awareness or to raise money for cancer research or uh, you know whatever so i, I kind of dialed it to, to with a different kind of mindset of let, let's do you know what's what's the reason behind why we're doing this um versus just staying in shape wow I, I'm just in awe. Like, <laughs> that's that's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. That's really cool. Um, so what? Uh, how, so how did you did you have to adjust your training like while you were on chemo? Like, how did that kind of coincide? Well, I did when I was um, the first year when I was really on heavy chemo. I would come home uh, with chemotherapy uh, with a fanny pack with a pump. For 48 hours and so when I when I had that pumping in my body um, I would I would get on a bike trainer with that I wouldn't ride outside too much or run with it too much but once I was disconnected I would you know go for a long run or swim and that type of thing so I I did modify it some um, and of course um, I I got very slow I was um, I wouldn't say I was fast but I did okay um, but as the you, chemo you took a toll on my body, so. you qualified for the national <laughs> yeah, still, championship. Still like, I, <laughs> no, I didn't qualify for that okay. one. They chose me just because I of my know. story. I'm, I'm sorry. So. You were number the first year you tried. You were number five, and there was only well. four <laughs> spots available. I was rounding. You qualified. Okay. <laughs> well, you're very kind. You're very. Kind. In, in the Ironman world, that wouldn't count. So you know, it's a whole different mentality there. But See, this is the difference in our mindset. I was focused on. I thought it was insensitive that they would uh, take people with colon cancer and then give them a fanny pack. Oh, I like, like that. They That's need a different a name. F- they need a different name for that. That just <laughs> not draw attention. That's a good one. I like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm glad you have a good sense of humor, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, once you said you listened before, I'm like, well, you know what you're in for. Yeah, I know. I did, I did know. You're right. So people who've never listened before, I'm like, uh-oh. I'm going to get yelled at. So um, are you, like, officially cancer-free now, or do you have to kind of, like, constantly be watching, or how does that work? So I have been... Um, I would say my cancer is stable right now for the last two years. I haven't, I had two reoccurrences. I had another reoccurrence in my liver and then I had a reoccurrence in both of my lungs. Um, so I had lung resections also, but, um, I haven't had any issues for about two years and I've been off of chemo for a little over two years and they, I get lab work monthly and, um, scans every three months. And some people would say, Kind of the term is no evidence of disease, NED or NED. But I, my tumor marker levels are elevated. Um, and I I just, you know, I just like to say everything is stable because I just feel more comfortable with that in my own, in my own mind. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's where I am today. 
I can understand that. Yeah. I I know. It's kind of a classic Midwestern take of like, <laughs> like I don't want to be overconfident, but okay. I don't want to undersell yeah. it. <laughs> Just. It's okay, I guess. Yeah, you know, it takes anything, right? Right, right, totally. right. <laughs> I, gosh, I just, I don't even. It, it takes a special kind of person, I think, to have like a good attitude about it, and you just seem like you're just at peace with it. Like, not like you're rooting for all the things you went through, but that, like, you, you did it, and you've, you've been hanging in there, and I just, I think that's amazing because, um, I. I, I can't even handle it whenever I have to wait too long for test results, you know, like when there might be something wrong with me. And I can't imagine what that's like. It's well, I think over time to... you learn to live with it and you, you, you get coping tools. And, you know, um, I had a conversation with a friend of mine the other day and, and she said it very succinctly, you know, it's easy when it's easy. So right now it is easy for me because things are are stable and okay. You know, it's when the tire hits the road that you you really got to rethink it and get yourself, you know, in the right mindset. And um, yeah, so. Well, I'm super impressed with all that you have accomplished. So that's amazing. So uh, did you did you practice with a tri team locally? Uh, sometimes I did. I actually belong to a little a tri team right now. But I did. Um, I used to call them my triathlon husbands. So one guy would uh, <laughs> was my coach, wrote our programs for us, and the three of us um, did a lot of training together, long bike rides um, and runs and that type of thing. That's awesome. So I guess does does your husband does he do this sort of stuff or no? He's a big golfer. He loves oh, golf. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. You thought you were going to have a kindred spirit, didn't I you? I did. Tom? I was hoping. <laughs> you ruined, you dashed my hopes. He, he'll ride every so often with me. And um, with, there's a big bike ride in St. Louis at the end of September called Pedal the Cause. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if you're very familiar with it, but um, so that started 10 years ago and that was right when I was diagnosed. And his, his friend is the founder of that event and came to my husband and said, would you start a team for pedal? I know your wife's been diagnosed with cancer. And he proceeded to call me and say, um, I think this is something you should do. And I wanted nothing to do with it. And here we are 10 years later, we've raised um, millions of dollars. We have the largest friends and family team. And so he, he has to train, he'll, he'll come out and ride with me about four times before that weekend and then we go out and um we will ride 50 miles there's a, you can ride up from 10 miles up to 100 miles that day but um so it's very cool i'm really really proud of that and uh, you know proud of what we've been able to do as you should be that's awesome what an amazing accomplishment and you were just gonna you just so blase about it like you know we just raised millions of dollars no big deal well <laughs> i'm always recruiting so crystal i'd love to have you on the team <laughs> ah, the truth comes out. Yeah. I mean, September's so close. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Next September, how's that? Okay, next September, you're you're on. I'll do okay. that next September. Okay, all right. <laughs> Carol, because she will not forget that. She's yeah, like, and she knows approximately where I live, so she can yeah. track me down pretty easily. <laughs> So it's always you, six degrees of separation around here, right? So, right. That is true. <laughs> this is like a small, big town. It mm-hmm. is so funny. 
So have you been to the uh, studio in New York yet? I haven't, but I, it's something I really want to go do. Um, and I, my favorite instructors are Matt and Christine. Okay. Um, and then my favorite, I do a lot of audio running outside. Um, yes. And so I love uh, Beck's Gentry too for for outside running, and oh, Matt she's... is fantastic too. So yeah, they mm-hmm. they both are really good instructors. Uh, well, all of them are good instructors. Uh, I was thinking for running specifically because I wanted to ask: Do you have any interest in getting the tread as well? Well, I would love to. Um, I do do the the programs, the classes on the treadmill that I have at home already. Yeah. So when I <laughs> When I need to get a new treadmill, I will definitely get the tread. Um, I, we just, I, I, we have a very good treadmill right now, and I can't, I can't no, justify I... spending, <laughs> spending the money at this point. But um, totally. contrary to popular belief, we're not on commission. It's okay. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I, but I want one. That's the problem. I want one. So yeah, that's that's what I was wondering because like you you seem to enjoy running and stuff and um and and my understanding is that the classes translate pretty well over to other treadmills. I mean, you can't uh you know it's difficult it's a little difficult to change the speeds as quickly. But but besides that, um they translate really well. So uh hopefully you're able to take those other runs. I know you said you do the programs, but I didn't know if you did the actual. Runs. I do I do okay. do the runs on on the treadmill and they're they're fantastic. I mean I am. I am worn out, dripping sweat, and I think it's really improved my outdoor running too. I'm, I love it. That's so cool. And uh, and do you guys have plans to uh, head to New York and and meet all the instructors? So I I, I am going to meet some other girlfriends that live up east for a weekend, and I'm probably sometime in December we're going to do it. Um, so that would that's... be I, I don't for me I don't I I'm not really big into celebrating my the century rides and stuff like that i think it's great but i want to be if people want to celebrate that i'm going to meet a couple of my girlfriends that that want to do it up there and i'd love i would love to uh, you know maybe do one of the weekends and and meet the instructors um i i think they they just they're so especially you know i love i love listening to christine i love i just love the way they empower you to I, I think it's amazing that, that you can be an elite athlete or you can be, you know, somebody that's just starting on your on your exercise journey and and they can speak to both both of that, all of that and in between, um, you know, in a class. It's amazing to me. Absolutely. I, I definitely think you you should do that. And I um, I would also recommend that you guys. um talk to the studio a couple weeks before you're going to go in a lot of times when they hear that you're coming from far away they will help you schedule before it opens up to everybody so okay cool so definitely make that phone call great okay (laughs) all right we'll do and i can i can uh give you tips on which of the couches in the waiting room are the nicest (laughs) how about good restaurants (laughs) <laughs> yes I'm, I'm all about junk So yeah. I might not be okay. The best person to ask Yeah not healthy But tasty yes. Tasty he can do I'm not a foodie No It's all gonna be burgers And There's a great uh, Bagel place Really close to the um, In New York You yeah. don't say I know right uh, And there's also Well there's There's so many good things Right there There's the donut place That's that's really close And um, There's I'm, There's a lot of stuff But you know the uh well, you're going in December. I was going to say, because they're also getting ready to open up the new studio 
um, and the new headquarters. And I think that doesn't happen until March of 2020. But then it'll be kind of a whole new neighborhood we have to get used to with all the, the things around it. So, um, But there uh, are tons of advice that you can go online and find all the best places to go. So, Good enough. <laughs> so uh, what is your leaderboard name? Uh, powered by Hope. Perfect. And that's and how did you come up? No, never mind. I think I get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's actually an organization, oh, right? Yeah, okay. correct. Yeah, so, so tell us about that and how that came to be. So, uh, when I went and did the Ironman World Championship in Kona, I had thirty-five friends and family that came with me, and I wanted them all to have matching T-shirts or you know put something on T-shirt, and the motto came to me: "Powered by Hope." So that that was the original, and then um, one of the there's were a number of articles and things written, and one of the gals that wrote an article about me decided she wanted to tell my story. She wanted to write a book, so then the book became named um, "Powered by Hope," and and then I people really just tended to they a lot of cancer survivors and fighters loved my story and gained a lot of hope from it. And I, I've tried to figure out a way to, to give them hope. And I decided that really when you hear the word you have cancer, that is the greatest race of your life. And what about honoring people with a, a medal of hope? And so I started this organization called Powered by Hope. And um, we give medals of hope and coins of courage um, to people going through cancer. We recognize... Um, Oncology staff, anybody, healthcare workers, really, if they champion hope, we give them awards. And then we, we do a lot of outreach and support and education in the community, too. And then, like, at Pedal the Cause, the, the team that I, I put out there, it's called Powered by Hope. So that's just kind of my, I guess, beside my leaderboard name, it's just kind of my the way I live my life. Um, and that's what I'm kind of known for. So. <laughs> Well, that's pretty fantastic. Yeah, and that's a great thing to be known for. It is a great thing to be known for. Wow. So, well, thanks for asking about that. So, I love. Yeah, that. I'm glad I didn't just gloss over it. I'm glad she jumped in and saved me. <laughs> that's Good what job, I do, Tom. Yeah. yeah, she does that a lot. It's, in case you couldn't tell, it's second nature. <laughs> oh, so, do you have any advice for uh, folks that are just starting their Peloton journey or their fitness journey? You know, I I was thinking about this the other day because I think this is a common question that you ask everybody that you interview. And um, I I would just say, you know, it's your journey. I have not been one that has been um, on Facebook and I did join some of the groups and and I do look at it every every so often. But um, I don't think, you know, you you need to embed into all these different things as long. My bit of advice would say, convenience is consistency and i think having the peloton in your home is very convenient and therefore it allows you to be consistent in your workout routine and that's what i love about peloton it's very true i it's a game changer for sure mm-hmm. absolutely i mean from what i've seen yeah <laughs> and, and honestly i think your podcast is so informative that people and i tell everybody they really they should listen to it because it just kind of gives you a better feel of, of what the community is, what all, because it, it's so overwhelming. It's so big now. 
at least that's my understanding. And when I got the bike in December, it was overwhelming all the different groups. And I didn't even know how to really figure out the classes or any of that type of thing. And, and I do listening to your podcast, it's really helped me kind of figure out where I might fit in better, that it's okay to do your own thing. You know, you can ride long, you can ride short. It's just the whole idea of enjoy what you're doing. Well, Absolutely. Not yeah, everybody he- here is trying to accomplish the same thing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's apples so true. and oranges. So true. Yeah, we all have different goals and different reasons for getting on the bike. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Even Tom, like, right, you're in the community, but you don't even ride the bike. So there you Apples, go. Apples, oranges, and then watermelons, because that's, <laughs> like, the biggest, fattest fruit I could oh, think of. Oh, stop it. You are not. <laughs> So. Maybe a little fruity, but <laughs> <laughs> depends on how many fireballs I got. In I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, so where can people find you on social media if you would like to be found? Uh, well, Facebook Terry Grieg or Powered by Hope. I have two Facebook pages, and then the same for um, Twitter and Instagram too. So, at Powered by Hope is usually the best, and I'd love to hear from people. Well, that is fabulous. And and Terry, I have to ask, do you, do you know that there's a St. Louis Facebook page as well? I do. I do. Okay, and I do good. follow that. Yeah, it's great. Good. I just want yeah. to make sure you were, you were involved because there's lots of people locally that you can connect with as well. And uh, we definitely need to make time so we can all meet in person. I would love to do that. Perfect. I think we should all do a ride in the showroom. All of yes, us? The, their couches well, are nice too. Yeah. Okay. Well, meet there. Maybe we'll have a, a meet up there or something. That like sounds that. great. There's a yeah. there's a movie theater there. That's I'm right. Fine. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you guys can do a nice two hour ride, and I'll go see. Well, it's it's a fancy pants theater, so I'll go see something in French or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a fancy pants. I love it. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join us. Hey, thank you. I really appreciate it and keep doing what you guys are doing. I, it's great to get the word out there and bring more people into into the Peloton world. And you keep doing what you're doing, giving yes. hope to other people and, and all that amazing athletic abilities that you have. It's fantastic. Very well, inspiring. Thanks, Crystal. I appreciate it. <laughs> so uh, I guess that brings this one to a close. What, pray tell, do you have in store for people next week? Next week, we're going to have Mark Muhammad pour on, which might sound familiar to you. Because he was you... supposed to be this week. Yeah. Is he going to be like the like the Matt Damon to our Jimmy Kimmel? No, <laughs> he did not get bumped. Let me be very clear. <laughs> Skype file completely corrupted and unusable. Nothing he did. Nothing we did. Just crap happens And so Mark has graciously Elected to Put himself (laughs) Subject himself to talking to us again Yes so we will We will try again next week Yes so first off we apologize Mark Yes and I have apologized to him already Just to (laughs) be clear But for anyone that was really keeping score at home That they were like wait you said last week (laughs) It was going to be this other guy That is what What up with that that's what's up with that So that's what you have to look forward to ne- next week Until then, where can they find you? They can find me at facebook.com Slash Crystal D. O'Keefe They can find me on Instagram, Twitter, 
the bike and of course the tread at clip out crystal and you can find me on twitter at roger kubert or on facebook at facebook.com slash tom o'keefe and you can find uh the show online at facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there join the group and of course while you're in front of your internet delivery device uh swing on by apple Podcasts where you can rate review and of course subscribe so uh, we show up like magic in your phone every week. I don't have to say anything else. I used to all have to be phone or whatever. Now it's pretty much all just phone. So there you go. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep pedaling. And running. Clip in, set yourself free. Come on.